kids book? Everybody poops, shits, vomits, and pisses. Oh, that's a book. Apparently, I'm asking Brian if it is. Oh, is, is it, it could a be. book, Brian? Is this something you've read? Mm. Is this in your nomenclature? It could be. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, it smells like a microphone. Oh, sorry. We get wow. a mi- we get a marker in there, but that's going to be good for lining up the video and the audio. That yes. that that marker is so much more imperative now because no, it's for yeah. it's for audio. So basically, the program itself will hear the clap and it will line up the video and the audio with one one setting adjustment. Oh neat! It's pretty that's awesome. Fantastic. That's how that's, it works in the stuff. That's, that's fantastic. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Welcome everyone to the Nerd Archive. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich, and I'm Cody. Welcome to the Nerd Archive, every uh, Nerd Nerd Archive, the Nerd Archive, the Chive, the Nerd Archive. The, no, the, no. I'm saying the word. The Nerd Archive. <laughs> That's, okay, there's uh, things to get to business this week, and most importantly is that Denver Comic Con was this weekend. Yeah. D- Rich, you were there. You were man. You brought home some merch. If ever I've seen one, like, I I I did the math. I've sp- Spent close to eight hundred and twenty dollars at Comic Con, and it would have been much worse if I hadn't been volunteering and working twelve of the hours <laughs> really? that I was there. Yeah, no, I'm sure exactly. So I just I go around on my first pass, and I'm like, "Ooh, that looks interesting. Ooh, that looks interesting too. Ooh, that looks interesting." And then the next day, I do my next pass, and I'm like, "Give me that. Give 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 me two of those. Give me that. Give me that. Oh, hey, DMC. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Oh God. So. Uh, I, I have a lot to say on, I don't know if, I don't know if, uh, we should start with Cody on it. Yeah. Cause you guys, cause so you, you got to go too, Cody. And this was your yeah, first time at Denver Comic Con. It was definitely my first time. I'd never been there before, but I mostly spent my time looking at pop figures. Oh, well that makes sense. Cause yeah. you're a pop, you, you're an addict when it comes to pop. We figures. only bought eight. That's pretty good. It's very That's good. Pretty good, yeah. considering the offerings that are there and what I've seen on your wall, on yeah. your display, and what anyone can see when they go onto our YouTube and watch our E3 coverage video. Yes. That's right, because we're on there. We're also on social media at Twitter at WDMR Podcast, where you can hop on. You can tell us how bad we suck, how much you hated the episodes, yep. and what you think we can do to improve. We like reviews. We like Feedback honest reviews, nice. and you can nice. get on there. And then as another super important, crazy development, we're on motherfucking Facebook now. Oh, yeah. That's yes. right. You start the community. Yes. All right? You go in, and, and on there, we're going to say things, and then you get to respond to us directly. I think more people are on Facebook than on Twitter. Most everyone I talk to, I say, hey, get on the Twitter. They're like, uh, what's Twitter? And I'm like, fair enough. We got to make a Facebook. Yeah. I made the Facebook, and it's there now. So Denver Comic Con is a pretty legit Comic Con. It's not just like a little expo that yeah. you know we just like you know shoved together. I remember last year, I went to my first one with you guys. You guys had a couple extra tickets. Yeah. Um, and we had to uh, – we saw Millie Bobby Brown at a panel. We got to see her yeah. talk about Stranger Things and seeing and do all that stuff. And then uh, who is the uh, – uh, uh, why cannot J- – Jason Momoa was there yes. this year. So This year, Jason Momoa was there. The awkward bit for one of the lines that I worked mm-hmm. was uh, David Harbour, who is Hopper yeah. on oh boy. Stranger Things yeah. and newly cast Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Yeah. His line was right next to Ron Perlman. No way. old Hellboy. <laughs> yes. So there's what? people in line talking back and forth about Hellboy. And, and Hopper, David Harbour, is like, 
guys, don't don't bring it up to Ron. He, I mean, he's over it, but he's he's not over it. So let's just let's not be dicks, okay? It's like I mean, it's yeah. like having your your Comic Con line next to the guy who's dating your ex wife. Pretty much, basically, because yeah. exactly. Ron was ready to do Hellboy three. Ron was campaigning hard for he Hellboy was. three, and Guillermo del Toro. Like him and Guillermo were like, mm-hmm. we're doing Hellboy mm-hmm. three. We just need backing. Yeah. Get us backing. You yeah. Know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Clamoring to the fans to for help. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, we're just going to reboot it and recast it. And Ron was like. Because, uh, yeah, and Ron said in like a, a a interview of some kind that he was just done talking about Hellboy. He was like, listen, and he did it for all of his fans, too, with some kind of statement where he said, look, guys, we're it's not happening. Hellboy yeah. 3 is just not happening. And I'm not Hellboy anymore. And that's that. And that's all I'm going to say about it yeah. for the rest of all time, basically. So I'm sure the next Hellboy will come out and he'll go out there and be a good sport and be like, wow, this was great. And I love David Harbour. And, you know, Absolutely. When, the time's going to come for that. But, you know, until yeah. then, it's it might be a little too soon. Yeah. Right. Well, and I, I got the feeling that that was the case. And so in Rod, we pants. trust. Anyway. It's true. So I met Ron Perlman. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, he was surrounded by like four guys, and I was like, hey, Ron, love your work. And he points, thanks, man. He's <laughs> walking. Yeah. I count that as a meet. <laughs> yes, that's true. No, that counts. That counts. Um, you acknowledge him. He, he acknowledged you. Yes. Yep. I uh, I met David Tennant, Ooh. the 10th Doctor of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. Barty Crouch Jr. Yes. from Harry Potter 4. <laughs> mm-hmm. The voice of Scrooge McDuck on DuckTales. Also true. And And Kilgrave. Yes. From Jessica Jones and the Defenders and all that, I guess. Mm -hmm. So um, (laughs) I I was working his line most of the con. And uh, when I I was in the position of holding the end of line sign (laughs) so that people would know where to go because his line was fucking enormous. Was it? Really? There was probably 400 people at one point in his line alone. I can see it. So they had the line in front of his booth and then an overflow line and then another overflow line. Oh, shit. (laughs) So I am at the end of the overflow's overflow line. Wow. And they're like, they were like, you see where it says end? Go over there. So people had to go up to his table right in front of his booth, pay a hundred bucks for an autograph and they get the headshot with it. Right. Even if they have something else for him to autograph, they, you get the headshot regardless. So. They would come up with their headshot and their ticket, and they were getting in line. I kind of felt like Indiana Jones on the train in uh, Last Crusade. No ticket. <laughs> you know, so you had to have a ticket to be in line. Yeah. And uh, I'm just following the end of the line all the way down. And then as he's once he comes back from a photo op, he's signing away. The dude's arm had to be close to falling off. I bet. Just with all the signing he was doing. Yeah. Well, you got to figure 100 bucks per autograph. Like, I wouldn't yeah. go, go until my arm fell off. You right. Know? <laughs> right. So, I met a bunch of people, interesting people in line. So, guys, if you're listening, hi. Yes. Um, oh, you told him. Oh, yeah. Oh, you told Okay. Dude, I didn't awesome. shut up about this Dude, at all. So. Good. Yes. <laughs> hi. That's exciting. So. Okay. Yeah. I told you guys we'd be on Facebook. Here you go. Anyway. Mm-hmm. 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 So, uh. I'm following the end of the line, you know, and as it trickles down and I'm finally in front of David Tennant. Yeah. There's like maybe 10 people left. The con's almost over. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he gets through the last person and I'm standing there and he was like, so you're the end of the line. <laughs> and I was like, yep. Hi, David. I'm, I'm Rich. And he goes, why, hello, Rich. In that 
excellent Scottish <laughs> tenor of his. <laughs> and then his assistant had, you know, tapped him on the shoulder and he turned to talk to her, which was good because I pretty much fangirled at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh my God! David, said my name! Oh my God. So yeah, I, I kind of squeed out a little bit there. Um, but while I was working in his line, right next to him was John Barrowman. John Barrowman, if you're unfamiliar, is Captain Jack Harkness on Torchwood and Doctor Who, and he's also uh, Malcolm Merlin on the Arrow series. Mm-hmm. And he is quite possibly the sexiest being alive. <laughs> really? Yeah. This in guy in just, real life, too? Absolutely. Okay. All this right. guy just oozes <laughs> sex appeal. Because usually the camera takes a yes. couple pounds off or on. No, 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 no. He, okay. he, he will put his ass on you, and you will love every second of it. That's just mm-hmm. how sexy this guy is. Wow. So I screamed at him, I love you, John, and he blew me a kiss, and I about <laughs> passed out. <laughs> Yes. I, I about just fucking passed out. I swooned big time. I was just like, <gasps> I'm not even into guys, but I'm so into you. So, so yeah, it was it was an exciting time. No, it sounds exciting. <laughs> but uh, I, when I'm at the con, just yeah. walking around, I spend the majority of my time in Artist Alley. That's where all of the upcoming artists set up shop. And yeah, yeah. Everybody that you know, does a web comic or whatever and mm-hmm. compiles it into books, any of that stuff. Yeah. They're in that area. Okay. So in year one of Comic Con, I got into like three different books. Mm-hmm. And uh two of them did not show up this year. Oh no. So I was like, hmm, all right, I gotta find out what's going on with this. Yeah. But uh but one of the ones that shows up is the specialists. The specialist is a Superhero team in World War Two, where each of the members of the team have some power and uh, an issue related to their power. Like there's a Captain America type okay. that is extremely shell shocked. Oh, so shit. like if he's not if he's not out being a hero, he is drinking ah. like mad and just cannot sleep okay. because he just has night terrors all the time. And then there's a woman who is a psychic, but she was also, like, sexually abused as part of the program. Whoa. Yeah. And it's got this really cool 40s feel to it, but the story is very rich as well. And It's very uh, about you. It's You're about that. I, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm into it. I, I was like, the first year they showed up, I was like, oh, this, you know, I'm not really into World War II or history kind of stuff. Sure, but right. But fuck it, I'll check it out. Yeah. Picked it up. Immediately became addicted. So every year I make sure to find their booth and buy something. Right, right. You know, right. just yeah, yeah, yeah. if nothing else, keep them coming back. Because you got to support. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. How much does a cucumber so, cost? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Continue. Yes. So they had book six out this year. I picked up book six, and I also picked up the compendium, which is Ooh. one through four in a hardback Ooh. book. Hardback's always nice. So I already had volumes one through four, but I was like, ooh, a hardback, and it's a nice book and everything, and it's and they, it's awesome. I love that storyline. Hard's better than soft, that's yes. for sure. Yeah. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah. So um, I met a woman who does lesbian comics online, and she released two books called Titty Time, volumes <laughs> one and two. Oh, God. Now, if you want to guarantee that I will pick up your book at a Comic-Con... 
You name it, titty time. <laughs> yeah, that's all it takes. <laughs> Just have titty in the name anywhere, and it's like mine. Okay. So, and but the other one that I picked up that I'm really excited about, and I already read the first volume of, and it is amazing, mm-hmm. is an independent book called Yi Soon Shin. And this is about a Korean admiral. He's a naval admiral. And yeah. yeah. Right when I walk into the con, this guy stops me and he's like, hey. Hold it up for everyone, Cody. Oh, I'm getting to this. Or Rich. Okay, all right, okay, so, okay. Mystify that much. The guy's like, I'm going to get to it. Trust oh. Me. oh, this is a reveal. This yes. is a, okay. The right. guy's like, sorry, Rich. The guy's like, hey, are you in, you know, into Korean naval stuff? And I was like, no. Nah, Really, but okay. <laughs> that is a he was like, he was like, oh, here, check this, check out my book, you know, and everything, and he shows me it, and I start thumbing through it. I wanted to frame every page of this comic. Really, it wow. was beautiful. I was like, this is breathtaking. Did this guy write so, and yeah. illustrate it? No, he didn't. Or... He didn't illustrate okay. it. He wrote it. He wrote so, it. Okay. This is the artwork for it. This is one battle in the book. So I'll show you guys here. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Wow, I'm in. Yeah. Gee, oh, God. So, and it's kind of bloody, but it's also, it looks a lot like, it's, you know. It's very bloody, very graphic. This is like, this is like 300, but Korean instead you of Korean. You can Greek. see that. And I think this is the same person. He like, which is, fing, ah, which you can see it. It's all supposed to be one panel. Yeah, I love so, that. No. Yeah, this guy crowdsourced his book pretty much. He found oh, an artist in Italy to draw it. Oh. He found a colorist in Argentina. He wow. wrote it himself and everything, and then he got an editor in to kind of clean everything up that's and all really that. Cool. So in a way, he also produces it because I'm assuming yeah. he pays the artists, you know, yep. and that's how he did the whole yeah. business venture. That's, that's really cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, no, he I like funded that a lot. issue one with his day job, <laughs> and then continued into issue two, still with his day job, and he wasn't able to quit the day job until like issue three. Wow. Wow. Yeah. For those of you watching the video right now, though, he just shows some, he just shows some of the artwork. He put it up. No, that's really so. And that's and that's just a taste. Oh, the whole gosh. book is amazing. I, I read volume one. I bought volumes one and two because I was just so impressed. How many were there available? There was two. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah. So I just I was thumbing through issue or volume one, and I was like, "This is amazing. This looks so good." Good. And he was like, "Oh, thank you." And I was like, "Let me." Let me get both of these. And he was like, well, you get a free poster with it. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll take it. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with it because I don't really have room for posters. Yeah, anymore, I was going to say, we don't have a lot of real estate on the walls, you know, yeah. especially when we put up the confidence monitor. And right. Stuff. But, hey, so, we have it now, and we're gonna, we're telling everyone. All right, so, so for those who don't watch on YouTube, I think we should post a picture of it on Facebook. Oh, yeah. yeah Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Or share, share a link to the guy's work and stuff like that. True that. We're yeah. going to start. I mean, because we do all that stuff. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm gonna write this down. Are you writing down timestamps? Are you yeah. typing them, well, Brian? He, uh, the, the guy that wrote okay. it, um, tweeted that he sold out. Oh shit! So he brought 325 pounds of books with him, wow, to the con and sold out. And so I tweeted him on that, and I was like, "Congrats on the sellout, man!" I halfway through volume one, and it's just breathtaking. I'm addicted. And he tweeted me back. He was like, "You helped make it happen. Thanks. Glad you're enjoying it." Fucking so. Sweet shout out. Cody, so, yes. what did you buy and who did you see at Denver Comic Con? We literally just bought Pops. Okay. Uh, we bought <laughs> Alex DeLarge from uh, A Clockwork Orange. Okay. Which I've been looking for for a long time. Is that a rare? Eh, 
Or is it just like it's more old. of like when you find it? Yeah, it's it's okay. old, so I haven't seen one. Is it just, just him or his gang? It's just him. Okay. There is an unmasked version and then a masked version. I okay. need to find the masked version now. Uh, the in terms of like the rare ones we got, we got the Frodo uh, Chase that glows in the dark. Ooh. Um, and then like three or four supernatural pops. For supernatural. Yeah. Which ones? Uh, there was a what Sam and Dean. Yeah, it was Sam and Dean, and then S- right. uh, Castiel is Steve. <laughs> yes. So nice, Steve. I just oh man. Yeah, that was basically my experience. That's, but okay. Pops. Yeah. So I mean, but yeah, you quickly realize, and as I told you, I mean, Comic Con yeah. is like seven, like you pay for your ticket, and then it's ninety percent shopping. Yeah, and I mean, ten percent celebrities and panels. Thankfully, yeah. or twenty five percent. Oh yeah, because you got some passes, yes. some peeps, and yes. stuff. Did you guys end up meeting up? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah. actually. Uh, okay. Cody came over. Was it Sunday morning? It was Sunday morning. Yeah, Sunday morning. Cody came over with his wife, mm-hmm. and uh, they picked up the free badge that I got for working Saturday. Word. So, um, I after they left, I pretty much went straight to the con. Mm-hmm. And I'm wandering around and everything, and I come back in from a cigarette break. And I see Cody's back at the pop, one of the pop things. Right. So I was like, okay, they, they don't see me at all. So I come walking up behind him, and I and they're discussing the pops on the wall. And I was like, I don't get that one. That one sucks. And he turns around and goes, Rich! <laughs> so I met uh, Justin? Yes. Justin. Justin. Yes. Hi, Justin. Hi, Hi Justin. Justin. So I met Justin. He, he was like, dude, thank you for the badge. I was like, no problem. I actually have my three-day, too, if you want to. If somebody else wants to come, you can borrow that. So, uh, yeah, that was our interaction there. That's still funny. Yeah. Out of, he, out of the three, like, pop booths that there were, mm-hmm. first one he saw, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna I, if I'm going to see Cody, I'm going to see him on a pop if I know this. So... <laughs> Which makes um, the most sense, yes. I was a little disappointed that Geek Fuel didn't show up this year. What is Geek Fuel? Geek Fuel is kind of like Loot Crate, okay. uh-huh. but it is Denver-based. Oh. It's a little bit more expensive, but the quality is a little higher, Okay, and the content is quite a bit bigger. I kiss my own hand. <laughs> that was adorable. <laughs> that was adorable. Anyway. I love myself. <laughs> so um, last year, so it's just boxes and boxes of weed, or no, it's just a box full of geek stuff. Oh, but it's geek stuff. Okay, yeah. cool. So, so it's like, like a, last year, it's a Yoda bong. Yeah, it's a Darth Vader yeah. piece. Last year, I got a um, Game of Thrones dragon egg. Okay. Container. That's pretty that sweet. It looks just like a dragon egg. You can pop really? the top off and Dope. keep stuff in or whatever. Nice. And uh, does it require you to be naked before you can open it? <laughs> No, but you do have to set yourself on fire. Oh, okay. Well, geez. And then you're naked because your clothes burned off anyway, yeah, but not hey, your you know. hair because we're not, you know, realistic to the novels. Yeah. Continue. Everybody is always into self-immolation. Anyway, <laughs> um, there was also Stan Lee's autobiography in there, his uh, graphic novel biography, which okay. if Stan Lee's going to do a biography, it damn well better be a graphic novel. Yeah, right. Ain't um, that the truth? And there's a bunch of other stuff in there, but they typically have, like, the con-exclusive box mm-hmm. that's filled with, like, ultra-cool shit. Mm-hmm. It's a little mm-hmm. bit more expensive. And I was looking all over for their booth. They didn't have a booth this year. So I hope they're doing all right. I meant yeah. to go and look and see if they're still right. functioning. You should Google them. Yes. Like, hey. Cool. So <laughs> He's on it. 
throw it up on the invisible confidence monitor that we don't have yet. O'Brien yeah. looks fantastic. Uh, the only thing I'm upset it's about very, at yeah. all with Denver Comic Con is there are no like exclusive pops. Like SDCC has them, uh, Emerald City has them, and New York has them, but Denver does not. Well, sooner than later, one would assume, because this is just getting bigger and bigger. Pretty yeah. much. And it, the things to figure on that is that New York, mm-hmm. San Diego, mm-hmm. all those have been established for at least 30 years. Mm-hmm. Also true. Yeah. They are also for profit. Fair. The thing about Denver Comic Con, it is completely nonprofit. All the profits from Denver Comic Con go into Pop Culture Classroom, which is an organization that um, helps kids with issues with reading Mm -hmm. it helps tutor them using comic books and pop culture i didn't know this at all so wow so as opposed to san diego comic-con and new york comic-con where they have like uh uh, movie studios paying billions of dollars to come have a panel and talk about the new movies and stuff coming out so the cons are pretty much sponsored by all these corporations there you go whereas yeah whereas denver comic-con is also sponsored but Mm -hmm. The sponsors are covering the costs. Right. Okay. So any celebrity that shows up to our Comic-Con is not doing it to make money. There isn't a way to make money at the Denver Comic-Con for a celebrity. They all say it's pretty much a write-off because it's for charity. Yeah, and those guys pay a lot of taxes. So, yeah, I'm sure they're, like, taking a write-off whenever they possibly can. Right. You know, but even then... Um, maybe maybe Funko Pop could eventually do a charity pop. You know what I mean? They get an exclusive. You know what I mean? They got like uh, they could do like uh, Dazed and Confused characters as Pop Funkos, or like or Pineapple Express. Like you know, right? I would love a Seth Rogen Pop Funko from Pineapple Express. Now, oh they, my gosh! I'm I'm thinking that they are in discussion with Funko to make a Captain Colorado. Ooh, Funko Pop. That's cool. Captain Colorado is ex- is an exclusive character to Denver Comic Con. Oh wow! No, that's so dope. He's created for the con. They somebody designed an awesome eight bit Captain Colorado shirt. It looks like Mega Man. Really? But okay. With the colors of the Colorado flag okay. in his in his uniform, looked badass. Shirt not in my size when I went to buy it. How dare they? Rest in pepperoni. So, How uh, fucking dare they? So, if anybody from Pop Culture Classroom is watching or listening, one of the volunteer incentives should be first dibs at the merch booth. Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Okay, I, I dig the free passes and everything, but I'm working, so the free pass doesn't do me much good. The merch booth would be amazing. Merch booth would, yeah. So. Yeah. So there makes sense to me. Yeah. Boom. Oh, this is. A, did you see anyone, Cody? You didn't see anyone. I thought you said you saw Hoder and Bran. No, that wasn't me. I did. That was you. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, continue. I met both. Sh- shut up, Cody. I no, I, <laughs> you know I don't like Game of Thrones. I, no, I didn't know that. Why don't you like Game of Thrones? She can't get into it. Was, okay. I Rich. met both Isaac and uh, Christian. I believe is his name. Mm-hmm. Hodor and DJ Hodor. Yeah, DJ Hodor and mm-hmm. Bran Stark. Season two, Big Dick. Yeah. Hodor. So, I didn't talk to Hodor, Hod, the guy playing Hodor, yeah, Christian, right, yeah. the DJ. Wouldn't be I didn't much talk to say. Him that much because he was more about, he would do meet and greets with people if they were familiar with his music. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to talk Game of Thrones, you were paying for an autograph. Ah, that makes more sense. Okay, cool. Um, Bran actually came out to greet me 
when no I was way. working his line. Really? Because he was about to leave, and I was standing at the front of his booth, mm-hmm. just kind of guiding people in and out, you know. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was doing meet and greets, which, you sure, know, yeah. People were just walking up and saying, hi, I just want to meet you, shake your hand, thank you, and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to uh, media, because there was a couple of people with media passes mm-hmm. that came. They were like, are we too late? And I was like, you kind of are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, man, can we? he's right there. Can we just run up and talk? I was like, I'm sorry, he's got to catch a flight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he came out from behind his table to talk to the media nice. and everything. Nice. And he was talking to the media guys, and I was right behind him. Mm-hmm. And uh, are you they, on the news somewhere? No, or like in the no, background, no. kind of like. No, no. I think these were uh, bloggers. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't oh. think they were. Okay, fair enough. Full, full. You're just in the background, like, look, he's walking, guys. He's walking again. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Okay. So, they, uh, as they were leaving, I was like, Isaac, I just want to shake your hand. Thank you very much. You, you're awesome. And yeah. He, he goes, cheers, mate. And then walked away. I was like, <laughs> very oh, excited. Yeah. So. And I, I talked to uh, Hodor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Keep skipping his name. I, Christian, Christian something. Thank yeah. you. It's okay. And, DJ uh, Christian Hodor. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, keep up the good work. He was like, thanks. Right. So thanks for holding the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go really, get your, I really wanted to hold the door for him. Go get your posters and go get that. Go get your big old banner display for everyone to see. What almost <laughs> went in the dumpster. Well, Just get it and we'll put it across the video. Let's do it real quick. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, so for uh, those of you who don't know, when you volunteer at said Denver Comic Con, you get you get cool things. All right. Um. Yeah. Just scoot back, Cody. Just scoot back. I, I mean, no one's really gonna. Oh, okay. Well, then do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Right in front of the video. You just get these are some of the most. Okay, two of these here's, things they make sense. The other thing is a obscure. Touch of, the, of the swag. So there was solo posters. If right, you want to spin right. that around, Cody. We're going in order of least I, cool to coolest right I'm now. 100% Yes, yes. No, it's true. So in the volunteer break room, they have boxes and boxes and boxes of different posters. Really? Yes. Okay. So Dope. these are these are first come, first serve. Ooh. The solo one was. Okay, okay. This one Which was volunteer dope. exclusive. Nice. So you only get this being a volunteer. And now we've got Luke Skywalker Legacy. And in quotes, when gone am I, the last of the Jedi, now, will you be? The Yoda. artist who did this was also at the con, and I missed the chance to get it signed by him. Oh, bummer. He also designed last year's Carrie Fisher or Princess Leia Man. poster. So hers is quite a bit smaller, so we can always discuss the sexism in Hollywood. Okay. Anyway. So I got those, and then each celebrity has this massive banner behind them to kind of show where they are. Yeah, 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 because you can't and, find them otherwise. They're, right. they're real people. They're real size sitting behind a table well, at the end of a long line. Yep. Yeah. So these banners, at the end of the con, celebrities can sign them. And if they sign them, then they get stored and at a volunteer-only event get auctioned off for charity. Mm. So... If you really, really, really want the David Tennant banner that he signed, you can get into the auction for it. If the celebrity does not sign their banner, it goes straight to the trash. It just gets tossed. Yeah. So if you want the banner for free, hope the celebrity didn't sign it. 
Well, there's one celebrity that I was really, really, really looking forward to meeting that I did not get the chance to meet. And she did not sign her banner. <laughs> you so didn't meet her, but you got I the closest thing. Next best thing. Give me one. Alright. For everyone listening to the podcast. Here comes this massive banner. Here it comes. Here it comes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. There there she is. There she Oh yeah. Molly Ringwald. Uh-huh. That's right there. Now I don't know how much is listening. Attention. Stretch it across real tight, boys. I know you know how to do that. Now there we go, Molly Ringwald. That's yeah, and yeah, we're stretching across a giant canvas banner that is Molly Ringwald. Yes. <laughs> This is completely ridiculous. Where the fuck are you going to put I this? Don't <laughs> you didn't think this through at all. Well, I've got some ideas. Okay. I'm going to run right. past you guys. Oh, jeez. I say 100% above your bed. <laughs> above your well, bed. Why don't you shot that one down? <laughs> ah, shit. Put it on the front of your house and make people think that she's inside. Just, uh, put and it then they the show garage. up at the door and then you give them a sticker that says when Daniel met Rich. Get out of my head. Yeah, put him on the anyway. garage door. No, it's true. Awesome. Awesome. So I I was thinking it over, and first off, that big thing makes an excellent awning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or when you're outside smoking in the rain. Oh, God. So I might Do just... Do it. I might just get... The... White side up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, passerby up top in a plane or some shit. Right? Or they yeah. do like a satellite image. Molly like, yeah. wait, wait three years for Google Maps to update yeah. and then zoom in, <laughs> and you, you can see Molly Google, Ringwald. Google Save. satellite. It looks like Molly Ringwald's at my house. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. that's shit. awesome. Oh my gosh, um, Brian, you had an idea. What was your idea? I just put on the ceiling. Up here? Oh, he didn't want to give his idea anymore because it wasn't. It was. What were you thinking? Oh, well, no, okay. We, All right, I think it's enough. a real idea. Yeah, it's well, good. Well, then I'd have idea. to lay out here idea. in the garage to masturbate. A for That'd be weird. Also, it's nice and soft. It is nice and soft. When I have overnight guests, I was going to hang it in the spare bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so that when they show up at my house and unload their luggage, they're like, good God. What's up? Pretty in pink. Is that Molly Ringwood? <laughs> Yes. Uh, let's get uh, closer to the table, okay? Yeah, I was there. Get, get I was there. I know you were there, and then we did Molly Ringwald. We were just yeah. reminding you, okay? We have sound. I waved at her. She didn't wave back. I'm assuming she didn't see me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Same right? thing with yeah, Andrew exactly. McCarthy. Oh. And it was weird. They had them on completely opposite sides of the Celebrity Summit. Really? I would have thought they would have put them right side what if by they hate side. Each so other? They put what if they hate each other? Both Hellboys next to each other. <laughs> but yes. they won't. Wow. That makes Good sense. Good job, guys. It was like Jason Momoa, David Harbour, Ron Perlman. So, Jeez. He had Aquaman, Hellboy, and Hellboy 2. <laughs> <laughs> Hellboy the second. Yeah. Second incarnation of... But no Golden Army. It was rude. Anyway. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Brian, why don't you go ahead and pull up a list of trailers? Um, most recent trailers or like so there's been a trailer explosion online of yeah. upcoming movies there's been an explosion How to Train Your Dragon 3 uh, Dumbo lots and lots Creed 2 most recently um, okay. which is like if you do or you don't know I just wanted to kind of point out some of these things uh, oh the Lego movie too right <laughs> Which looks like Mad Max Fury Road. This is something I did not realize I wanted that bad. <laughs> Holy moly, that looks awesome. Do you need to wiggle your arm? 
Cody? Is this? Oh, is he telling you? Yeah. Oh, he told you. Yes. He told you. Okay. Okay. He told you to yes. scoot closer to your mic. But you're in there now. But you just got the text? Yes. Okay. Anyways, oh, okay. That, <laughs> that Dumbo trailer, I don't know what it is with these we Disney. We need a notepad on the confidence monitor. Also, yeah, that right? too. Uh, I don't know what it is about, about these Disney remake trailers that are hitting me in the feels so hard. The Jungle Book, when that trailer came out, and the Symphony playing Bare Necessities and all the characters, it was like hit me in the feels. I was getting teary-eyed a little bit really? initially, yes. Dumbo, mm-hmm. the, that's that lullaby that his mom sings to him, yeah. and they're playing it. Like slow theme to the to the trailer that Dumbo trailer like oh my god hit me in the feels again, and I'm just kind of like this is like they're doing an excellent job at, a, at like evoking feels. They are, you know yeah. what I mean, and like just getting you ready for these things. Capturing the nostalgia. Uh, yes, exactly. No, capturing the nostalgia, and like you know, initially I was just kind of like I don't know if I would ever see a Dumbo remake, and then they get Tim Burton on it, and I'm like, well, okay, I now I would probably see a yeah, this yeah. this makes more sense, and then you know I see the trailer and it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, guys, you got me again. <laughs> Just be prepared for Dumbo's mom to sound like Helena Bonham Carter. Does she really voice the mother? Does she? She's in everything just, okay. he does. Okay. Well, we can't confirm that. That's what we talked about. Can we cross-reference, Brian? Can we cross-reference? we got to find out if Helena Bonham Carter is in there because she's That's in there somewhere. We did week. talk about this on the E3 episode. <laughs> yeah. where we were talking about it. Um, Featuring Johnny Depp as Dumbo. I know, right? <laughs> That's Tim Burton. <laughs> yep. It's not very funny. Hey, mate. I'm an elephant. I'm an elephant now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, uh, it's anyway. silly. Uh, but no, lots of trailers. We, we're going to talk about, you know, like a lot of movies uh, uh, this time around. I don't know if there's much we can even talk about in video games in terms of like, you yeah. know what I mean? Because E3, we just beat the shit yeah. out of video games in the last episode. Yeah. I want to talk about movies and stuff. But uh, Don't forget, I want to pitch my Superman game for Rich. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We can yes. do that right before the end, which is our Incredibles 2 review. Okay. Um, who here has so okay? So trailers, obviously. Are you guys excited for Creed at all? Have you, did you nope. guys see Creed? Nope. You guys, I, am I the only I've person? never seen Creed or any Rocky movie. I am okay. with you on that. Okay, yeah. cool. Then we'll just leave that where it is, which is fine. Creed is very good. Okay. Just to clarify, Creed Two looks excellent. For the uh, so a big part of Rocky Four was that uh, his nemesis and then friend. Uh, uh, oh gosh, what is his name? Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. Um, the the point of Creed is that it's not. It's kind of a spinoff of Rocky, where an older Rocky trains the son of his old frenemy, and but he was very good friends with Apollo Creed by number four, in which yeah. Apollo Creed uh, goes against Ivan Drago, uh, Russian uh, boxer, yeah. and dies. Yeah. And dies in Rocky's arms. Okay. For those of you who don't know, uh, and then for Creed, oh, I'm, I'm extremely familiar okay, with all the so movies, yeah, exactly. which is why sure I've chosen are. to never see them. <laughs> Fair enough, <laughs> right? Right, but you know, the, and then you know, Creed One, we've got uh, uh, the son of Creed, yeah, a legitimate comes forward and is like, I want to, you know, I want to box and I want to do this, and he he's good at that. Creed Two, they're talking about what's worth, you know, fighting for. Creed has a son now. Yeah. Um, the son of Apollo Creed, okay, son right. of son of Creed. Yeah, <laughs> he has it. He has. Well, okay, maybe it was a girl. I'm not entirely sure. Point is, at the end of the trailer, they tease that this opponent that Rocky's telling him it's not worth dying over is the son of Drago. Oh shit! Oh. So it's the son versus the son of the man who killed his dad, which builds things up superiorly. Brian has some hard, cold facts for us. Well, apparently, the person or the one that is singing to Dumbo. Is or for the mother, it looks like it's Aurora Axness. I cannot say her name. She's Norwegian. The Here, they got the Northern Lights to do Dumbo's mom. <laughs> no, no, take a look back. What is this? 
It's on my phone because apparently you can sing her songwriter when she reflects blah 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 Aurora blah blah. Yeah, that's her. Oh, that's just her. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Right, cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, she could be the songwriter, but is she the voice of Dumbo's mom? That is from what I'm seeing. Look up the Dumbo cast for us. Just look up the Dumbo cast. I wish I could. Computer is being very fucking slow. Oh, okay. Then don't sweat it. But that's okay. That's okay. There's that. That's okay. Um, Creed, anyways, I'm excited for Creed. That's whatever. Have you all seen the How to Train Your Dragon 3 trailer? Yes. I have. Looks hilarious. Freaking toothless doing like mating calls. And especially yes. at the end there when he's like making those, like, he's hopping around making like these weird like poses with his wings. Because there's, yeah. a, there's a light fury, there's okay. a girl character, uh, dragon that he's yeah. like, but it's also the final chapter. So it looks like things are going to get serious. But I haven't seen the Fair enough. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So I've seen the lady bits. It's it's probably one of the funnier <laughs> trailers I've seen for an animated movie. They go they go places where I was like, hmm, I didn't think that they would need to do this to be funny, but by golly, are they knocking out of the, it is like laugh out loud. I don't think Toothless has ever been that funny. Okay. And he's trying to impress a girl yeah. basically. Oh my, my gosh. My wife has a Toothless obsession. She loves that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dragon. Yeah. That, she loves Who the doesn't? aesthetic of that Dude. dragon. So she's got like 20 some odd figures okay. of Toothless? The, of Toothless. Nice. Yeah. Similar to Groot? Similar to Groot, yes. 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 My wife has a massive Groot collection as well. Anyway, she she pretty much creamed herself seeing that Light Fury. She was like, oh, I Oh, I bet. I didn't so even think about she that. She so fucking amped for the toys for this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. I bet. Okay? The trailer hadn't ended, and she was already Googling the toys. <laughs> the trailer hadn't ended. We were about to see a movie. Oh my she God. missed the first half of Incredibles 2 because she was furiously looking for a release date on the toys. Wow. For How to Jesus. Train Your Dragon 3. I can see that, though. I can see yeah. that, though. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else. I mean, there were a lot of trailers. We already talked a little bit of, about Lego World 2. That's something to yeah. be excited for. Um, I can't. For, oh, this is something we definitely need to talk about. Trailers. Can you think of a trailer that you've seen recently, Cody? No. That is reason for creaming your pants. I mean, everything is a reason for me to cream my right. pants. How about... One Spider-Man animated film. Oh right! Yes, yeah. yes. Into the Spider-Man yeah. looks so good. It does look. Good. I love the style. I love the humor. I love yeah. that it's Miles Morales. Yep. Yeah. But also Peter Parker and Peter Parker is like he's just like us off. You got money, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the little glimpse of uh, the Prowler in there? Uh, I did not. I did see Kingpin in the explosion. I saw the big guy in the middle. I was like, there's no way that's anybody but Kingpin. But yeah. Uh, Who's the big dragon guy? Potentially Green Goblin or something? I don't know. I mean, okay. I think it's cooler to see the Prowler in there because the Prowler is actually Miles Morales' uncle. Oh, interesting. Okay. Which is who Donald Glover plays in Homecoming. Oh, but he's probably not voicing him. Probably not. But we might see Donald Glover as the Prowler. See, now I'm too close to it. You are way too close. Well, you're over it. The cardio pattern is going into your chest, okay? (laughs) Into this part. Okay. You're going, Uh, this is what you're doing. I I understand (laughs) that. I was making eye contact. The Prowler's in the uh, 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 Spider-Man multiverse. Yes, I would like to see Donald Glover as the Prowler in the next iteration of Homecoming. Oh, yeah, that would be dope. That would be dope. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Into the Spider-Verse was the first trailer to get me excited about Spider-Man. Fair. I have a comic Same. I want you to read. All right. <laughs> okay. Same. No, that first trailer 
um, yeah. outside of this this most recent one we got. Mm-hmm. I mean, geez, the style, yeah. the yeah. way it looks, the way he's falling like downwards but upwards, and it's like the city upside down. Mm-hmm. I just, oh man, everything about that was just, I'm yeah. so in. It looks very good, and I'm very yeah. excited. Yeah, it, Cody and I have talked on, or probably outside about how I was burned mm-hmm. by the Clone Saga. Yep. I mean, it was super convoluted and not very good, so I yeah. totally understand why. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the other bit that might make you hit me, and I'm really hoping not, that caused me to sell my copy of The Death of Gwen Stacy. I'm not going to hit you, <laughs> but I'm very sad. Yeah. So disappointed. Very disappointed. Yeah. Not yeah. Gonna I mean, yeah. I get it. Yeah. You felt burned. I did. So I did have a copy of the death of Gwen Stacy. Oh, and I sold it based off of the clone saga. The clone saga. You know what was really interesting um, is I know where we can get a. It's not mint, but I know where we can get the first copy of Captain America. Very first copy. There was. A, I was at a garage, garage sale. sale. Yeah, yeah my I'm mom's my neighborhood. neighborhood. Well, I mean, you're in the same neighborhood as my mom. <laughs> But I mean, Look it was like still. We just keep like repeating each other. No, but yeah, no, it's in the same neighborhood because Cody lives right around the corner from my my parents, okay. and we were just uh, strolling through the garage shells. I was looking for a new confidence monitor, of course, and nothing yeah. but box TVs. But they uh, uh, there was a guy who had a comic collection that was worth like two hundred plus, and like his most expensive copies uh, were a uh, a comic issue of the Twilight Zone That's and it. another of Three Stooges. Those were nice. the ones that cost like a hundred a pop, and then everything else was like twenty bucks a pop. But yeah, he had the first yeah. issue of Captain America, and I was like, "Can I open it?" He's like, "Yeah," and I open it up, and it's like, "Man, frozen in ice, you yeah. know, held in by time, but you know, times change." But he hasn't. It was like, "Oh man, that was cool. That was a cool issue to see." Yeah. <laughs> so when what was the release date on that comic? Did you look at the date on it? Oh. It was definitely the original, but it, you know, it was like it was old. So um, it was like from the forties. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Shit. Fuck. It was that old. Yeah. No, definitely. He had like uh, Turok, son of stone. Oh. Okay. Yeah, like really old stuff. So okay. it was cool. I could probably still find a man in that collection. I know. I know where he lives. So. <laughs> We're coming for you. We're coming for him. Anyways, so there's Sorry. that. Um, did anyone see Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom yet? No, I, I want to, but I still need to. see I saw the I trailer for it. Right. That's as much as I'm prepared to see. Okay, that's fine. Um, th- th- for for me, um, I have one sentence: is that if you've seen the trailer, you've seen the movie. Okay. Oh, good. I haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> okay, you haven't seen the trailer at all. You'll enjoy the movie. I am really, really bummed out that like most of the seminal moments of the movie are in the trailer. Now, Jurassic World was really good about having moments without giving away the whole fucking movie yeah. like the whole end of Jurassic World where you've got the Velociraptor and the T-Rex finding the anonymous Rex and then the Mosasaurus I don't know about you guys I was on the edge of my seat yeah. that was, was the coolest really fucking good coolest movie. sequence yeah. ever have you, you haven't seen Jurassic World have you I have. Can, okay you have alright and I know like it at that it, point it becomes a little dorky right are you like I mean, well, I'm, but what did we pay for dinosaurs right <laughs> doing cool shit right well I mean First Jurassic Park, <clears throat> I was so on board. I fucking loved that movie. Yeah. I bought well, that soundtrack the minute I left that theater. Nice. Because it was just so fucking epic and awesome. Uh-huh. Jurassic, or Jurassic Park 2 comes out. Not the Lost World. I was pretty excited. Right. And then I see where this is going. Jurassic World 3 came out, and I was like, 
okay, the the premise is wearing very thin mm-hmm. at this point. I'm just irritated. So I didn't see Jurassic World at all in the theater, and I was listening to you know movie review podcasts and everything. And yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. like, it's a summer movie. It's fun. It's fine. Yeah. And I was like, okay. It's no Get Out. It's no Logan. Yeah. 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 But you know, I. I didn't realize just how much I would hate that movie until after it was over. And I was just like, oh, I, I, I'm just wanting the retarded kid to get eaten. Okay, and I'm, not, and I'm not talking like mental disabilities or anything like that. Okay, there's the older brother who's like staring will, at the girls. I will never disparage anyone with actual mental disabilities by calling them retarded. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I that's just not me. When I use the phrase "retarded," it's because they are stupid in spite of themselves. Okay, yeah, okay. make make sure to skip Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because that's you know that's my biggest disappointment, um, and I'm not going to say any spoilers. You know what I mean? But it's that um, here's the deal: the movie is beautifully shot. It is something else. Okay, okay? but um, the trailers now trailers these d- days can be like really good or really bad, and some of them can be really good at just teasing the movie, and some of them can be really bad at giving you the whole movie. Yeah. In this case, Fallen Kingdom is the whole movie. There's except all up to the end, which I've been pr- predicting for years ever since the release of Jurassic World. I thought, what direction are they going to take this film series? This is something I like to do as you know someone yeah. who's highly into film and you know these things. And I thought, you know, if they're planning on doing a trilogy, where are they going to be able to take Jurassic World um, that leads it into territory that's not repetitive yeah and you know changes up the game to make people go damn i'm definitely seeing this fucking third one they did it mm-hmm. i've been calling it for years how they were going to do it which is cool for me but i need to start making those calls out loud <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. I, I told my mom uh, uh, uh it, it was yeah no exactly um i i i told my mom when we went to see it and and now i'm just kind of like should i tell her to go see fallen kingdom because it's just a play-by-play you know safe movie yeah. and if you've seen the trailers you've seen the movie which is a bummer but yeah that ending is like also cool so okay it's if, if you felt that way about jurassic world then you can definitely skip it it sounds like you're gonna end up seeing it either way cody because you didn't see the trailers which is awesome so um even even uh i gotta say there was a legit moment of heartbreak in the middle of the movie that uh actually like sarah and i were close to tears so it's good at evoking feels i feel like the script was very poorly written um but it was uh directed by a phenomenal director j.a bayona he actually did a movie called the google google j.a bayona please brian (laughs) if at all possible well never mind we can do it on our phones um, Bri- right, because because it, it's Brian's having over issues there. with the computer. I think the heat in here might be getting to the laptop. Did you Ooh. see that? Uh, uh, it was well shot, is what I'm going to say. Okay. It, it's a wonderful looking movie. Everything that everyone says is dumb, and everything that they forced into the movie, as far as the story is concerned, was unfortunately uh, uh, not not so intelligent. I have it right here. The Impossible is what this movie was called. It covered a tsunami. Um, that hit ooh, someplace um, in South Asia. Okay. Okay. Great movie. Okay. While we're on the topic of directors, did you see the Taika Waititi pop? Oh, he has his own pop now? Mm-hmm. Nice. I saw James Wan pop. Mm-hmm. Both of them are con exclusives. Oh, dope. In San nice. Diego. Yeah, you're, we're going to have to retweet the shit out of the Twitter. That was the other guy I saw. Jesus. What? That was the other guy I saw. You said? No, I saw. Um, James Wan? Who are the who are the vampires? In oh, uh, what we, we do in the, the shadows. shadows? Flight of the Concord. Jemaine Clement. No, the other. Oh, one. then um, Fuck. Brett something. No, no, Brett's his character. Brett, you gotta go and 
No, neither of the Flight of the Concords. Neither of them? No. Oh, then no. It was uh, the he was the werewolf. Reese Darby. No. What is going no, on here? No one from Flight of the Concords. Okay. Just nobody. from what we do in the shadows. Just from what? Okay. The guy that had the ghoul. That had the ghoul? The guy that had the apprentice wanting to become a vampire. Oh. God, what was his name? Yeah, no, that wasn't Jermaine Clement. No. It wasn't Jermaine Clements. It wasn't. Um, Give me a it was the dude that didn't do the dishes. Oh yeah, him. I haven't seen him in fucking anything yeah. outside of that movie. Right. And that's cool. I love that movie though. Oh, what we do in the show. Oh my <laughs> so god, funny. definitely. Yeah. What was the name of that old vampire? The old one that looked like uh uh uh. uh Deacon the Vampire. Deacon, Deacon. was his name. Yeah, Deacon the he was Vampire. Deacon in that. That's yeah, awesome. Who was the old vampire? Are you talking uh, Taika Waititi's so, character? No. Is that Nick? No. Uh, Nick was the new one. I want to say. Right. To- what do I want to say, Toby? Peter. So, Peter, yes. <laughs> the fucking the really old one. <laughs> yeah. Who, who let Peter that out? <laughs> that was the best part of that whole movie, that whole sequence. And then who he let gets, Peter out? Yeah, who let Peter out? <laughs> best documentary you will ever see, oh, yeah. What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> and we've talked about Hunt for the Wilder People. Did you get to watch that yet? Hunt for the Wilder People, dude. That is like watching a, a like childhood novel. It like, is. oh my god, it hits you right in the feels, it punches you in the feels, and makes you cry, but it makes you laugh, and shit just got real. Yeah. When it As, comes to movies, dude, I've really only had time to fucking watch Peter Rabbit once. Oh, well, sure. And yeah. that was the only movie which, I watched this week. Which that was yeah. worth, right? Eh. I didn't like it. Fuck you. <laughs> so, you got a, a, a Hulu, yeah. and and you uh, you go to Hunt for the Wilder People. That's all I need to all right? know is if it's on Hulu. Last I mean, it's night, better than Peter Rabbit. Midnight. But. The third season of Rick and Morty dropped on Hulu. Hey. Did it? Ooh, yes. Okay. So I'm looking forward to you catching up on the whole season so that we can discuss all the different episodes. Well, how, how am I supposed to do that when I'm starting uh, true crime dramas like The Staircase? Uh, watch Rick and Morty. Watch Rick and Morty. Nah. Watch Rick and Morty. I'm trying. I have so much to watch, guys, and I'm just trying to get there. Yeah. Last night, Sarah and I started a uh, one of those true crime documentaries. Have you guys? Uh, so there's you know shows like Making a Murderer. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Uh, the Keepers. Phenomenal. Like okay. also like revolting. Have you guys heard of The Keepers? No. I have. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, or, or watched it? Did you? Yeah. I didn't it was watch a, it okay. Yet. Cool. So it's a rough one, uh, revolving the uh, the murder of a of a teacher slash nun okay. at yeah. a Catholic school, right? Okay. Um, ten episode series where uh, the cool thing about these TV shows in their long format is that they'll start with just and they'll focus on one thing and get like they'll interview someone about the whole story, but then only save segments. And then this episode's about you know the crime, and then this. Uh, is about how uh, it turned out that, like, the husband was actually, like, doing something behind the wife's back, and then there's all these layers, and that's how they reveal these things, right? So the first episode is is where they go over the the killings and stuff like that, and they're like, why would anyone kill this nun? And then the second episode is this this woman, and they don't even start with... Uh, this is this is how they reveal to you this this new layer of the whole thing with the nun getting killed. Okay, is there interviewing a lady and she says yes? Yeah. So I would get called to the principal's office and he would tell me his cum was the Holy Spirit. Oh shit! And yeah, um, and then eventually she confided in in the teacher. Oh okay, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Then. And it gets deeper and deeper and insane. <laughs> wow, that's so, uh, so if you wanted to make a gift for a nun and you had a bunch of black fabric, would you make a habit of it? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, how dare you? I, I will bask. That was I another will bask in the classic punness. That was another trailer that dropped the nun. It's uh for yeah no yeah that's another trailer yeah. drop. It was for the nun. I did not I mean to bridge the sequel will be the, the keeper to the nun. Oh God Jesus. <laughs> Shut up, Rich. Put your arms down. Put your arms down. No, you're not. Calm down. I'm not gonna. I don't want to see the nun. The nun scares me. Yeah, I know it doesn't. That's why my wife's gonna paint you one. No, she can't. No, no she shouldn't. The nun from The Conjuring. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm done so with that bitch. I'm just like. I am so like. Here's the deal, okay? The nun. I can watch a lot of scary movies, okay? I see people in makeup. I see people in special effects makeup. I see actors doing their thing. I see the nun. I have to turn on my lights in my living room before I walk through. It, to go to the bathroom and I will check the kitchen I will go up to the loft make sure no one's there and then I can go to sleep because I saw the nun that day I can't handle that fucking bitch it she oh man just the way she looks the way she just burrows into my soul and now I you know why someone it. would ner- murder a nun exactly it all ties together right the keepers too <laughs> and I'm just over here like you know and you guys saying like oh we're gonna paint this and then Sarah shows me a picture there's a guy who made the same painting of the nun because there's a whole scene in the conjuring 2 fun fact about the conjuring 2 they made the movie they said this isn't scary enough what can we do and they added the nun oh fair they added her later this was an afterthought and now she's getting her own spinoff in September fair. that Sarah's gonna force me to go see Nice. Jokes on her. I'm gonna put like I'm gonna like draw eyes on a piece of paper and like cover like tape them to my glasses so it looks like I'm watching, but I'm just not having to watch the movie. Does she? No, does what? she listen? Um, on and off. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So what we're gonna do uh-huh. is while you guys are going to see the nun, yeah, Shy and I are gonna deliver the painting and make sure she's the first person to walk in. So when she sees it, it scares the shit out of her, not you. Oh. You know it's coming. Oh. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's going to be a reversal of scare. Yeah. Get get her, not me, because she's, yeah, she's putting me through some stuff. And she wants, she loves the nun. My wife loves the nun. This is like the number one thing we disagree on. Is is that, that, I, I, I would. I have a feeling I would love the Conjuring series. I just can't watch it because of fucking Annabelle. Right. Fair. Uh, Hypothetically, my, you could watch Conjuring 2. The, the doll is my line. Okay. Annabelle's not in Conjuring 2. She's clear and gone of that I, shit. I have, a, I have a paralyzing fear of dolls with glass eyes. Fair enough. No one Annabelle? No, I'm the nun. Exactly. Basically. Same series. All right. Yeah. Uh, so on, on, on Instagram, though, there was a painting. Someone, like, drew the painting, but then they put the latex fingers. Part of the jump scare of Conjuring 2 is that they uh, there's her shadows walking around, and then she goes behind the painting where, uh, like, uh, what the character, the main ghost hunter, Ed Warren, he paints the nun because he was, like, dreaming about her. But his wife, Lorraine, okay, his wife, Lorraine, is, like, seeing visions of the nun. Okay. And so he draws it and he paints it. And he's like, crap. And then it goes in the study. For some reason, they keep this fucking thing. And then the shadow walks behind it. And then you see these fingers curl out and grab it. And then in the jump scare, it runs. Oh, shit. And oh, someone shit. took latex fingers and put it on the conjuring frame. Oh, and we're like, look what I made. And I'm like, I wonder how hard it is to punch through canvas <laughs> because I'm going to knock someone out if that ever happens. Like, I will. Oh, my gosh. I can't even. If I saw that actress in real life, because she looks, you know, she's actually like a, a, a Romanian model or something like that. Christmas gifts for Daniel. <laughs> how dare you? you? You can't even. No, no, no. I will not even play with that because I'm far too easy a target. Here's the cool thing about Annabelle, though, is that um, the scariest parts of that are when you see the demon that it belongs to. 
Okay. The doll. The doll doesn't do a lot. I'm willing to bet you I would be more scared of the doll yeah, than that, that fucking too. demon. See, that's the interesting part because, like, the Annabelle spinoff has all, like, dolls. Like, yeah. the the lady that has the doll, she receives it as a gift because the the she receives it as a gift because she collects dolls. Ah. And so there's a lot of doll there's a lot of dolls in the Annabelle movie. Fuck that noise. The spin-off. Oddly enough, <laughs> I'm okay with the child's play series. Oh. Chucky I'm okay with because he does what I expect dolls to do. Oh. <laughs> really? What do you mean? Okay, the whole reason oh. I'm scared of these dolls with glass eyes is because yeah. when I was a child, uh-huh. And I would stay overnight at my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. My grandmother would, as a hobby, knit clothes for dolls with glass eyes. That you lay them down, their yeah. eyes closed. You raise them up, their eyes open. So the room that I slept in had a wall of these dolls with glass eyes. And when the lights went out and you're a scared kid in a different place sleeping and you open your eyes and you see the shimmer of all these little dots of glass eyes staring at you. Yeah. Yeah, you'll shit the bed. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It happens. Basically. But, um, so don't buy. So that's, so that's the heart and soul of my fear of dolls. But it's because I expect them to be doing things when my eyes are closed. I expect them to be moving okay. around and oh, trying to so kill So Poltergeist as well. Probably not a fan of the clown and Poltergeist. That was also... Okay, I watched that movie and then slept in that room at my grandparents' house. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that clown, that that fucking porcelain doll clown. Yeah, that that also is the birth of the fear of clowns. Do you know those living dead dolls that they have for the like the babies but they're like zombies? Yes. Cuz they have those? Yes. Sarah got one. Oh. Sarah got the Annabelle one. Uh, it's an nice. Annabelle version. <laughs> That yeah. she has, and it says, like, in the case, it's just like the normal case says, do not open. Would it make you feel better to know that the story that it's based on, and apparently the real Annabelle doll, is a Raggedy Ann? Yeah. It's just a no. Raggedy Ann. No. That doesn't make you feel better? No. Okay, well, so you won't go to the museum with me and see the real one that's in the case? Oh, that would be fine. Oh, that I'd would be, be okay with that. Yeah, no, we could definitely do that. I'd yeah. definitely check that Road out. Road Trip series. But um, this brings it around oh, yeah. to the other trailer that I saw last night. Okay. I didn't know if you guys had seen it. I can't remember the name of the movie. I want to say it's, like, Welcome to Marwin. Yes, 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 yes. No, that's new, what it is. New Steve Carell movie. Yeah. Okay, where he's playing it looks an great. artist that gets the shit kicked out of him by like four Nazis. And he's a veteran, right? Yeah, he's On a top of that? he's a veteran. He so he's kind of got some PTSD and okay. he's using his art to sort through it. Mm-hmm. And then he gets the shit kicked out of him by these four Nazis for whatever reason. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's Jewish homosexual, whatever. You can take your mic with you, too, if you wanted Ooh, to. I yeah, can. I told Daniel I'm going to get the baby Bjorn and just have it right here with me at all There time. you go. <laughs> just, like, hook it up to you. Yep. Exactly. We got one for Foggy, too, apparently. Yeah. Anyway. No. Um, yes. No. Yes. No. So, foggy. in this trailer, <laughs> he he's like, I'm an artist, and now I can't even, I can barely sign my own name mm-hmm. just because of nerve damage mm-hmm. to his body from this shit kicking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, he's gets a series of dolls and he starts posing them and taking pictures for his art but it's almost like he's living his trauma through the dolls okay so yeah because she walks up and like one of the dolls is like him because he has like one of the dolls is him Uh he's got random shoulders and he makes them in the likeliness of the people he knows too and they have him like strung up this he gets a new neighbor she comes over to see and she like peeks inside of this house and he's like strung up like being lashed with like lashes on his back 
And she's like, wow. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. And yeah. It sounds really, really interesting, and I want to see it. Yeah. Yes. it look, The trailer looks really, really cool, and I was like, I might be able to make it through this mm-hmm. even though they're dolls. Yeah, because yeah, it's definitely a, it's yeah. a feel-good movie, and you can tell. Yeah. The dolls are animated, too. Like okay. the part, part of this CGI so, thing is that the dolls are actually part of a they, – they have their scenes. Yeah, okay. so it's like it's half live action where he is actually – going through all of his regular life motions and then the other half looks like it's his mental struggle through the dolls okay. like the dolls are living his struggles in their life it's it yeah, looks really cool that sounds super interesting yeah i want to see it looks and sounds awesome anyway i, was I wanted to bring that one up googling recent trailer drops um for the sake of figuring out um what all we're doing well, oh yeah christopher yeah. robin looks phenomenal yes have you seen the trailer for Christopher Robin? That's another one that hits me in the feels. Then in that trailer, and he's like, Christopher Robin? And and, and Ewan McGregor's like, Pooh, what are you doing here? And like, it was like, yeah. They released another one since of all the characters doing yeah. their thing. You said Ewan McGregor, and that made me think of they're making, uh, I don't know if you're a fan of Stephen King. I am. Oh, yeah. No, Dr. yeah, Sleep. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you and know this? They just cast him. Dan Torrance. Really? Yeah. yeah. They're making a movie based on the Stephen King sequel. It's a it's a bummer that that uh, uh, the guy who directed that passed away. I wish I could remember his name right now because he's a Stanley Kubrick. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stanley Kubrick. It's a, it's a, you know it's it's a, a, a shame he passed away because it would be cool for him to direct. It would. This but movie Stephen if they would let him. King, if they would let him. I but don't Stephen know. Stephen King hated that version. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And it is a pretty severe departure from the book. Oh yeah. Also true. <laughs> Fucking Okay, so maybe it wouldn't yeah. be in the spirit. But at the I, same time, if we don't have a legitimate with, shining movie. Yeah. With Doctor Sleep, they would need to focus more on how the events in the shining actually happened. Right. Okay. F- oh, okay. It would need enough. to be a lot more a lot closer than right. the Kubrick version. Because then the sequel yeah. would have to be just yeah. as much of a stretch to reach it. As yeah. their original was okay. Well, then fair enough, you know. But no, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. super excited about that. Same. Nice. Christopher Robin, Dumbo. All these Disney uh, movies. Ugh. The live action Disney remakes. They, they really bother me. I understand. I, I just. I can see it. I mean, give me as many as you can. I'm at a buffet of yeah. childhood dreams right now. <laughs> see, I. I will always prefer the animated version. Yeah, fair always, enough. Always, always, always. Sure. I, the only one that I was not disappointed in is hopefully going to be Christopher Robin. Because it's, it's, it's its own story. Yeah. Exactly. It's not a retelling. It's not a re- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast pissed me off. Same. I fucking hated that line. I didn't like that one either. I didn't like that one was. It was too stylized as far as a French film is concerned. Yeah. Well, there's there's a certain impetus to a musical, mm-hmm. especially a live action musical. Right. And typically if it's going to be a live action musical, those performances have to be Broadway over the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was not the case with Beauty and the Beast. No. It was understated and it just seemed corny and weird. Okay. Yeah. Emma like, Watson's fucking auto tune shit. It's like you could tell for a second, and I was Googling it, I was like I Googled is Emma Watson on because I put it on in the background in on Netflix, you yeah. know, once and I put yeah. on is it is Emma Watson auto tuned and I Googled it and they you know, there were no definitive um articles about it, but there was one where it said a classically trained soprano opera singer was listened to it and she said she could tell in the first two notes yeah. that it was auto tuned. 
Absolutely. And that's, yeah, that's, that's the worst part of it. Yeah, Emma Watson is 100% auto-tuned for that, and it's just kind of like, that detracted. I mean, we knew, too, me and, and, and my wife instantly, we were just kind of like, whoa, this is, oh, God, great. Just out of curiosity, since we're on this, what is your favorite Disney movie? Ooh, this is a great way for me to segue onto a, a trailer that I am dying to see. <laughs> okay. I really like uh, Hercules and the Lion King. Awesome. Good picks. Good picks. Yes. Daniel? Uh, the Lion King, hands down. Um, if we were going like uh, favorite old movie, favorite new movie, it's The Lion King and Moana, hands down. Fair. Okay. Um, but The Lion King is also getting a live action remake by John Favreau. Right, and that right. fucking cast is amazing. The cast is very amazing. All African, um, and or African American. You know, it's yeah. not. Um, you know, cool things like uh, King T'Chaka from the Black Panther mm-hmm. playing Rafiki. Okay. Interesting things like that. John Oliver. Playing Zazu. Okay, that Seth, makes sense. Seth Rogen playing Pumbaa. <laughs> that also makes sense. Exactly, right? And then Donald Glover is Simba, of course. Beyonce is Nala, which is fine. Um, because they can sing. But listen, yeah. listen. At D23, they showed a trailer for it. And they it is a piece-for-piece, shot-for-shot remake of the opening sequence, The Circle of Life. Oh, wow. But all live action. Brian, what you got, buddy? Back, Goldberg. No. Are they bringing back James Earl Jones? <laughs> oh. Yes, he's playing Mufasa again. Okay. Okay. Yep. okay. And I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah, okay. no, they got him back for Mufasa again. Yeah. I don't give a shit he's what there. you do with the Lion he's King, there. but Mufasa has to be Darth Vader. It's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Long story short, basically. So, I am your father. No. Where, where are you at with the things? My favorite Disney movie of all time remains... Alice in Wonderland. Okay. The original animated Alice in Wonderland. Solid. Yeah. Okay. I could listen to Golden Afternoon over and over and over. That's the song the flowers sing. Okay. Yeah, I know. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I it's perfect, absurd, whimsical mix. Mm-hmm. And that that is the movie that I will have in the background. So did that make you happy? Uh, did it make you 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 happy to play uh, Alice in Wonderland as the first world in Kingdom Hearts? Is that yes. part of what booked you? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna I say. Was, I was like, the I, I get to go to the fucking tea party. Are you kidding me? Yeah, immediately. I am on board with this game. Exactly. One hundred percent. I was gonna say, so, no wonder that shit snared you. Yeah. <laughs> if Alice in Wonderland that's, is your favorite, that's also why I am kind of not looking forward to Dumbo. Fair enough. Because the live-action remake of Alice in Wonderland can was, can just go raw fucking <laughs> perfectly carved spear. <laughs> That's very splintery. Wow. Well, you know, because it was a remake of, it was just like more faithful to the novel, which was probably weirder than the, you know, yeah. uh, severely dialed back Disney movie. There was no Jabberwocky. Yeah. There were no prison guards. There was no White Queen. There was no... Well, it was, it wasn't so much a remake as it was a redo, a sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. Oh, also true. Yeah, because she ended up going back. She was in a freaking. Okay, no, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just a sequel. Good point. So it was. It wasn't necessarily that it was a remake, but they tried doing a remake as a sequel. Now there are redeeming points. Okay, I love that Professor Snape was the caterpillar. Mm. Right. Yeah. Rest in peace. Alan, Alan Rickman. Yes. yes. Rest in peace. Hans Gruber. Mr. Weasley. 
years. <laughs> this dumb American is ruining our terrorism plans. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Potter, <laughs> quit trying to fuck Hermione in my potions class, or it will be detention. Anyway, as sorry. long as it's just detention, I think that's fully <laughs> worth it. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> also yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Emma Watson. Yeah, I don't know. Three extra hours with Snape. I was but you get to dip in the honey pot. The it's Hermione worth it. pot. It's worth it. Yeah. All right, quick, I'm on quick, anyway. quick mention of this is the end where Emma Watson <laughs> <laughs> shows up at the house. We don't want to scare her. You know, well, well, you know, we got to let her know she's cool so we're not going to, like, rape her. And she comes out with, like, sweet swing. Have you seen This is the End? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, they're like oh, I'm, we're, we're going to make sure we're not going to rape her. What? They come out swinging. Like, she's like, get the fuck away from me. Like, oh, my God. That was the best. Yes. That was the most hilarious. Yes. Very, very funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, all right. What else? Because we were talking mm-hmm. about, like, we already, yeah, we already, we already said went this. over it. The Lion King Boy? and it's the and Lion King and Hercules. And Hercules. And Hercules. Large shout out, however, to Aladdin. Yes. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, because the seminal well, Robin Williams role, yes. which yeah. is the genie, of course. Well, and okay, what's a bad Disney movie, really? Hopefully, not the remake of Aladdin. Well, Disney animated. <laughs> movie. Yeah. yeah. Of, of any exactly. of Disney's catalog. Yeah, I don't. Find a bad one. Any straight to DVD And we sequel. don't count Song of the South. No. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. which I mean, can't even Aladdin get released. I mean, the like straight to movie sequels were not bad. No, they weren't. Yeah, King of Thieves. Yeah, no, no that was I legit. I, I like I, I that one. Those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Return gold, of Jafar? The Golden yeah. Hand of Midas. The Giant Turtle City. That yeah. was dope. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That would, I would be cool with them remaking those ones live action as well. Yeah. You know? I don't want to well, see an Aladdin remake. You're gonna, though. I don't want to. Yeah, Will Smith is the genie now. And you know he's going to rap. You gotta so you can me. skip the Aladdin remake. Yeah. You know he's going <laughs> to. And Jesus it's a musical. Guy Ritchie directing, too. So Guy Ritchie directing real. a musical featuring Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I know. This is the recipe for a movie I don't want to see, ever. Basically. Wait until, what, yeah, we'll wait until that, 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 uh. Do you Wait, think right, you have to replace, Robin, replace Robin, Williams. Robin Williams? You know who's a good choice? Will Smith. Fuck you. Yeah, basically. Basically. You know what the campaign was? Do you guys think he will sing Fresh Prince during it? Oh, he might reference it. I mean, if oh, yeah. he's, it oh, depends. It depends. It depends on the the kind of genie he does, though. Fair. You know what I mean? Because if he tries to straight copy, you know, Robin Williams, then we're, you know, he's gonna be jumping around making all these kinds of references, or he might just be himself and be a hood genie. You know what I mean? Kind of like Kazam or Shazam. If it, what is it? Kazam was that the movie where the kid finds the boombox and Shaq yes. comes out and he's like, Shaq comes yeah, out yeah, as yeah, the genie. yeah. Yes. It's basically, it's gonna be basically like. Uh, uh, like a prehistoric version of Shazam. No. I would Kazam, so sorry. much rather see Dana Carvey as the genie right? well, rather no, than that Bill would Smith. be good. Also, though, there was a reference or uh, uh, there was a campaign to get fluffy Gabriel Iglesias into the role of genie, which would have been much better than Will Smith. Even I yeah, think that would have knocked it out I of think, the park. I think that would have been good. I just don't know if I want to see any that. improviser, any master improviser. Mm-hmm. Would be excellent for the genie, just because it's true. the whole reason we all love Aladdin so much <laughs> is because Robin Williams was out of his gourd, yeah, mm-hmm. and he was just—he mm-hmm. didn't even look at a script; he was just firing. He could be Jack Nicholson one second, he yeah. could be exactly. David Letterman yeah. or Which Jay Leno the next. Which is why I say Dana Carvey. 
Right, yeah, exactly. That would be yeah, a good choice, yeah. Definitely. Any anyone but Will Smith basically, but we just gotta wait and yeah. see. Maybe it will be a decent role. I'm Maybe, hoping it is. We'll just have to wait and well, see. The benefit to Will Smith is that he is he's a pay for play actor. Okay. He really is. He, yeah. he does he work he acts for a paycheck. Yeah. Okay. But he will do the best fucking job possible for him. If you're giving him the paycheck. That's true. Okay, While, he earns every bit of his paychecks. While we're on uh, Will Smith, did you guys like Bright? I didn't watch Bright. I haven't yet. I've been... I liked it a lot. Okay. Yeah, good. I was surprised by how much I like it, actually. The guy who wrote it is is a really good writer. He's a uh, 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 same guy who did American Superman, American Alien. Okay. Um, Sam... No, Max Landis. Max Landis. That's who it is, because he okay. did he did Chronicle, and he did uh, American Ultra, which is pretty. Oh, decent. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, I like that movie too. And okay. then yeah, he actually wrote Bright, so that's you know. That's I recommend nice. it. Right. Good. I've been looking. <clears throat> I've been seeing it in the Netflix. Watch it. I, oh, Dirk's very Dirk Gently. He's a he's a showrunner on Dirk Gently. Awesome. There you go. I fucking love I, Dirk yeah, Gently's Holistic Detective yeah. Agency. Yeah. I haven't watched all of it yet, that's but I his, fucking love that's that That's his show. dream project, too. He's doing a spectacular job Is of he? It. Max Landis, you're doing great. Yes. We'll let you know. Good I, job, buddy. Tweeted uh, at him. He's nice. Elijah Wood is brilliant on the show. Uh, I can't remember the guy's <clears> name that's playing Dirk Gently, but... <clears throat> drinks are empty. Yeah. Getting a rough throat. I don't know about you. I hey, how far are we, by the way? Daniel. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, no. We're going we're on, we're you on, okay? we're on Yeah. Right. Okay. I just eventually have to face the wrath of the wife. That's okay. Give her a hug and a kiss from me. That'll make it all better. Fair. Done. Oh yeah, cuz you get to meet close her. It? Oh, you're going to drink from it? Yes. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Apologies. Anyway. Um Sorry, Cody what was I saying Before that. We were talking about Bright Dirk Gently. Right. Dirk Gently. Yes. yes. I can't remember the guy's name that's playing Dirk Gently, but he is awesome. He is the perfect mix of absurd and charismatic to make it work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's a there's a bit in the show that he's the holistic detective in that he goes where the universe guides him. It's all by really? gut. Oh, great. He only inf- he only <clears throat> investigates things that the universe wants him to. Okay. Very nice. Well, Yin for Yang. There's also a holistic assassin who only kills people that the universe tells her to. All right, I'm in for that. And she picks up this guy that is just kind of along for the ride, Mm -hmm. and he's like, at first he's like scared shitless of her because she's like she just runs up. There's a he's standing there talking to a guy that kind of screwed him over, and he was like. You fucked me here, and he was like, "Well, what are you gonna do about it? You know, I'm armed, you're not." And then all of a sudden, <laughs> this assassin, this chick, this raggedy chick that's filthy, just comes up and stabs the guy through the neck, Whoa. slashes his throat, and then goes, "Sorry," and walks away. And the guy's like, what "The fuck!" Wow. And she's like, "I'm a holistic assassin. The universe wanted me to kill him." And he's like, "Are you gonna kill me too?" And she's like, "Not yet." It <laughs> could happen at some point. So then he's on board to like. So pretty much Elijah Wood is like an apprentice for the holistic detective, and then this other guy is a, an apprentice for the holistic assassin. Oh, now, where can I watch this? Uh, BBC. 
Okay, is it on like Netflix or Hulu or Amazon? I'm Prime? not 100. percent Okay, check we'll it I out. Mean, but worst case scenario, I torrent it. I'll yeah, season yeah. two is coming soon or may have just wrapped up. I'm not sure. I'm so behind on my TV stuff, but right. I DVR Dirk Gently Solistic Detective Agency, watched it months after the fact, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" It, here's the deal. And that sounds awesome, yeah. but uh, I was talking a little bit about the real crime TV shows mm-hmm. yes, yes. on on Netflix. We just started watching one co- uh, called the the stair the stair the stairway last night, yeah. I think. Um, and I'm I'm peeking through really quick because I'm really trying to find. There is one on there. Uh, they have one called Casting John Bonet. Um, where is the best time? Oh gosh, is it going to be on this one though? Um, they do have one that was made by, uh, it looks like a, like a true crime show, but it's also, how do you say a, a, a parody? Oh, the Netflix one? Yeah. Do you know I which one I'm talking about? What is it called? I cannot remember we for can't the think life of, of me what anything. it is called, but I really enjoyed um, it. So, 13 Reasons Why? It, uh, no, uh, Jesus. Uh, no, uh, not quite. That's fucked no. up. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> right. I thought, true crime, murder. But basically, it's the one where he spray paints a bunch of dicks on the cars, right? Yeah, so they make it into, yeah. American Vandal. American Vandal, Vandal. Thank, oh, you. thank you. Now, thank if you, you, Scott. If you aren't going to watch any of those, yes, yeah, Scott's here, everyone. We're going to get to that in a second. Hi, Scott. Um, uh, so American Vandal is the exact same kind of thing where the school like media nerds are making a, a, yeah. a true crime a true documentary. Crime and it's so good because they go into depth in ways where they do the same kind of analysis where they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out like who was where and how they're trying to figure out who, for instance, uh, told the teachers that it was, uh, Dylan, the school clown that spray painted the 27 dicks yep. on yeah. in the faculty parking lot. Um, and then, so what they'll do is they'll, they'll like go into depth analysis and be like, Dylan draw a dick and he'll draw a dick. And the way he draws a dick is different from all the dicks in the parking lot. And they'll be like, look, no ball hairs. Like, <laughs> and that's – you always do the ball hairs, right? And they'll go back in all these pictures and all these, like, Instagram posts of him just being a goofball and, like, drawing a dick on the yep. whiteboard. And he'll be like, ah. And they're like, but none of these have dicks. They time it too. They time the, the amount of time it takes him. You know, they're like, what were you doing that day? What was your alibi? And he was running around to his girlfriend's house and going back and forth. There's a, another a point where they're trying to figure where he out. he takes a shit every day. Yes, a specific, like, home goods store <laughs> that he takes a shit every day. <laughs> um, one of my favorite parts of it is when they're, uh, the second episode, uh, they find out the guy who ran and told the teachers, right? Okay. And uh, they're trying to test the valid validity of the claim that he's making yeah. right whether or not he's a liar and uh he says that he got a hand job from the hottest girl in school at right camp right and yeah at a camp at a special camp and they're like going into the story and there's like an instagram like post of and they're using a bunch of social media to reference all these different things yeah. right to for instance track the can of paint around where it's moving at the, the night before the party same exact paint find out where the house came from where the paint was from okay. things like that right it's but really my funny. favorite part yeah is where they do this dumb thing he's talking about. He's like, yeah, I got a hand job on the dock. And it cuts to a 3D rendering. <laughs> and there's like, a red, there's like a red couple on the end. And she's like stroking the member from the end of the deck. And they're like standing on the dock. And they're comparing to this like 3D rendering of like, can you see from any angle? Is there any way to like, you know, prove that someone could have witnessed the hand job? <laughs> like, <and> you know, <laughs> 
and they're doing this analysis where they're trying to get lines of sight in this 3D yeah. grid. That's awesome. It's really funny. It's for that reason, American Van is just like it's something else. Yeah. It's yeah. so it's very so weird, very but it's so funny, and it's nice. also funny. All the characters, you know, um, best acting too for that yeah. reason because it's like watching a real life documentary. They're all actors. Yeah. yeah. But amazing. I'm a, I'm a little leery of any of the true crime stuff. I think, yeah. well, because it's massively popular yeah. now. It is. Like in the last, I'd say, three years, true crime has become huge. Really? Yeah. Also with CSI. The CSI shows are fucking huge. Yeah. So yeah, when you marry those two, you get, you get a return to the mob mentality. Okay, where... The mass of people that are listening to true crime dramas or watching true crime dramas mm-hmm. and also watching mm-hmm. CSI, mm-hmm. the minute something happens, everybody's got their torches and pitchforks right. Fair. Yeah. Okay, because they're mm-hmm. like, they're like, well, we have the science now that obviously on CSI, I mean, they can do a rendering of the bullet fragments and everything. They don't realize that that kind but of forensics fiction. actually takes months. Yeah. Not minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, that they're watching a drama, not fact. What you're watching is still fiction. Pretty stupid. Yes. Well, you know, and that's the crazy thing because they'll go back and like the stairway, for instance, yeah. takes place. The murder was in 2001, or at least the supposed murder. They can't decide if she fell down the stairs and and died, or if she was murdered because she has ridiculous lacerations on her head and she was lying in a pool of blood. Okay. Yeah. But they're trying to say she fell down the stairs. Right. But the, yeah, exactly. And they're like, uh, it. no. And then second episode, we find out her husband was having gay sex behind her back. Things like that. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> well, and see, that's the thing is that pr- police procedure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went to school for two years to become a forensic analyst yeah. for the FBI. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. It ended up being too much for me and I had to drop <clears> out. <throat> I had a mental breakdown, but I was carrying too big a course. Load. Anyway, so <laughs> police procedure is based mainly on history, okay? Mm-hmm. Similar crimes of this nature, what did we find? Mm-hmm. Okay? So typically if a woman is found dead in her apartment, the first person they go to is the spouse yeah. or significant other. Yeah. It's true. That's just historically how it goes. Right. Okay, so then these shows come out and it's like, oh, you know, we did the analysis. It was definitely not the husband. Oh, the husband faked it, so it definitely was the husband. Right. Oh, wait, this is the sample is contaminated, so it's not the husband. Yeah. And then, you know, act four, it's the husband. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right? it's, just, it's just in these in these shows. But that's typically like how it goes in the police procedure too. Yeah. I mean, we haven't gotten really good uh, as a as a per- people about DNA IDs and mm-hmm. everything until like the past ten years. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys are aware or follow this at all or anything, but the Golden State Killer was finally found because of 23andMe. Yeah. I he saw did that. I remember seeing that. The, okay, Golden State Killer. This is the guy that has been impossible to catch for like 20 years. Okay, he's got his MO and everything. He's been going up and down the coast, breaking into houses, mm-hmm. raping, torturing, and killing women. Because they found out that uh, it was a different string, like a few different strings of crimes were all the same person, right? Yep. Yeah. So they follow the MO and everything, and they linked all Mm -hmm. these murders and all these crimes together. And they had DNA from all these different crimes. But that was it. 
They don't have fingerprints. Yeah. They don't have a visual ID from any victims. They don't have any witnesses. They've got nothing. Yeah. And then the guy goes and does a cheek swab for 23andMe. And he's nailed. Oh, wow. Because it says on 23andMe, you know, if you do this, you know, we, we can share your DNA data with anyone. <laughs> okay. And if somebody asks, we can give and them your name. <laughs> You sign up for this. The documentarians freaking solve the crime before the freaking, yeah. you know, the, the, the police could. That's yeah. kind of ridiculous. You know what I mean? He yeah, had ties to law enforcement, didn't he? He was a cop. And oh, that's, that was kind of the kicker wow. to how they, how they couldn't find anything on him. And it was because he knows the fucking procedure. He does. Exactly. It's just like Dexter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. So that's the, guy, true. Yeah. the guy's in the know. But he gets caught, and he's not a good guy, technically. Yeah. No. And that's why we like Dexter's, because he only kills bad people. Right. No, that's interesting. No, I can yeah. appreciate that. So <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of went all over the place there. But. There's another show that I don't know where, where what it is, but uh, uh, apparently they were, like, interviewing a guy that was in the middle of a trial, and he forgot to take off his mic, and he went into the bathroom. <laughs> and <laughs> he was with his defense lawyer, where he was just, like, blatant talking about killing the bitch. Yeah, and then he comes back out, and they're just kind of like, "Yeah, we're done here." And they take it; they take the 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 admission to the yeah. to the you know the the police, and that was that. Yeah, it's funny. What's scary and really frustrating is when you watch these shows and they don't have the killer pinned yet. Yeah, you know what I mean, or they can't because a big issue with the keepers and why that's still a standing case is because of two reasons. The first of which is that the Vatican. Um, which oversees all Catholic operations, uh, was refusing to admit or be a part of any kind of investigation that involved, you know, which now, you know, with movies like Spotlight and that whole Spotlight yeah. thing was its own thing before mm -hmm. the movie even, but obviously the movies helped bring these issues to light. And then you've got uh, 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 the other issues that just yeah. bring bring these full circle. What's frustrating is when um, there was that, but also there were cops involved in the rape of the girls. Right. So for that reason, the whole issue with the keepers is it, they basically show everyone plain as day what happened and that nothing's been done about it. Yep. To this day, you know. So mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is which is sad. And yeah. I hate it, to it triggers it. <laughs> so yeah. The mob mentality behind the true crime stuff now is really getting to me because they the people are seeing these things and they're thinking that they're seeing things that the cops didn't. Right. Yeah. Kind of thing. And so everybody gets all crazy and they're like i solved it and then we end up in it with an, in an issue like with the boston bombing and reddit mm -hmm. where they fingered two guys that were completely innocent <laughs> yeah and they're like we did it reddit and i it's have like, also no, you just sent the investigation back i have also fingered two guys that were completely innocent <laughs> yeah two i fingered were table completely right now. guilty yeah oh yeah but yeah, I think Cody's got the heart out, so we should probably. Be yeah, no, that's what I was thinking shortly. too. But before yeah. we before we uh, sign off here, yeah. a couple weeks ago, I told you I wanted to come up with a Superman open world game pitch. Yes, mm -hmm. I have. Yes, it. yes, yes. Okay, what you got? You what you got? So, in theory, Lex Luthor brings a whole bunch of kryptonite in towers. You go around as Superman. Fuck me in the ass. Uh, you go around as Superman. And fuck Cody in the ass. And fuck Cody in the ass. <laughs> climb up the tower similar to Breath of the Wild. And every time you bring one of those towers down, you get some of your powers back. Ooh. That way, the end goal is God mode. Okay. By the end of the game, you can do fucking anything you want. 
Right, but it's part of getting those powers exactly. back. Exactly. It's part way, of getting those powers I like back. I like that premise. I like that. They're kryptonite towers. The the other one that I had Kay. that I came up with, sing them out, is uh, there, Superman has two key weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Okay, aside from kryptonite, kryptonite is just kind of weird, dopey rock thing. Just do thing. what I'm doing. Okay, <laughs> I'll just do what you're doing here. We are peeling on this thing so much. We yeah. are. I, yeah. I need to get off the table. Can you like hear that, Brian? Anyway. Can you hear us? Sweat. Sweat. So, okay. Just so bit. let's throw the kryptonite out the window. Okay. Superman has two key weaknesses. Okay. Psychic attacks and magic. Okay. Okay. Like Wonder Woman can cut him with her sword because it was blessed by the gods and therefore magical. Okay. I didn't so, know. So the game takes place. The main, the main villain is the, key, the dream master. Okay. Who invades your dreams while you sleep and tortures you. Okay. So Superman only battles this guy in his dreams. Okay. So you can have the whole nightmarish perspective and the power scale because the dream master is setting. That makes a lot limits. of sense. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I think I, I dig your idea too. I'm digging both these. I, so um, it's only a matter of time before Rocksteady announces they're working on a Superman game. Rocksteady, I, I'm guaranteed. I, I mean, I'd be almost, if you're listening, you've well, got two ideas now. Chances are they already have it. They already That's have fine. it, and they're working on it. Okay, well, it's so, one of three things. It's going to be Superman, Justice League, or Green Lantern. Yeah, I'd rather see Justice League. You know, if Justice, Justice League would one be one of cool, the three. You know. Yeah. And that would technically make it easier to have a Superman game, yeah, hypothetically. Yep. But you know, yep. I imagine that a Green Lantern game would almost be like a Scribble Knots type thing. Yeah. Fair, just because you know you can you make got the Green Lantern, you, yeah. you can make whatever. Yeah. That's a very good so idea. long as you have the will to back it up. Mm, Scribble Knots, yeah. I love Scribble. Unless you're a Red Lantern, then you got to be pissed off enough to make it happen. Whoa. Wouldn't be hard to do. Or a blue were. lantern, and you just have to be hopeful enough to make it happen. Jeez, oh, we're the getting green, into the lantern. Uh, what, yeah. yeah. what, what does the Green Lantern have to do? Just green Lantern is green based on envy? will. Oh, will. So oh, he so just that's has easy. to. He just, just has wanted. to have the willpower he has to make to it happen. Constantly blow a guy named Will. <laughs> will Smith. <laughs> will get over <laughs> here. Now we know why he's a genie. That's so funny. He's just got a Green Lantern backing him. Anyway. That's it. That's, That's it. it. We're gonna we're yeah. gonna cut it off there because things are getting out of hand. Yeah, yes. ladies and gentlemen. I, I would but, go uh, on the lantern rant for a little while. Brian, turn on Brian Cam and show show everyone who we have with us today. This, this guy, guy uh, straight, straight out of the time machine from the '90s and needs a haircut badly, is Scott Oni. Scott Oni is joining the team. The team of what? We don't know yet. This is getting out of hand, folks. But. We're doing things that are going to get our products to you faster, our shows. We have a lot of things in the work. So for those of you listening, for real, we are taking this so seriously that you should be intimidated. We are working on it. It's a work in progress. Totally it is a work in progress. We're bringing Scott on. Scott and I have worked on. Uh, from the basement. Here I am. It's true. Scott and I uh, have worked on uh, documentaries together. We've worked on projects together, and we're very like-minded. Scott is going to help us to get our videos to you much faster. This includes videos of our shows. So for those of you who prefer to watch instead of listen, those of you who you know have jobs where you can't be on your earphones all the time, we get that. Not everyone has manual labor jobs. You can come and watch the videos and enjoy this time with us. You can go into the comments and say something immediately because you're watching it. We just want to have that interaction with you guys. We want you guys to be able to see Rich Burp. 
instead of just hearing it slightly. I did, I did the line. I did the lean away. You did lean away, and it was kind of like off camera. Still, yeah. We want you to be able to see the cave of bricks. We want you to be able to see Cody's gorgeous face. We want you. We want you to be able to see pale face. We uh, see his pale face. We want you to be able to see me hold his dog Foggy in a baby Bjorn on my chest. And I wouldn't even say anything the whole time. I would be so happy. I wouldn't have anything to say. If you do that with Foggy, I would do that with Athena. Athena's so huge. Here's the deal. She would weigh you down, and then she's pulling you everywhere because you're in a chest saddle all of a sudden. Well, then I could Superman. (laughs) Yeah, you just go straight. It's true. All right, everyone. Facebook at When Daniel Met Rich is where you're going to find all of our stuff right now. Um, everything, everything is is just moving, and it's moving fast. So thank you, Scott, for being here and helping us work on our videos and put them out. Uh, Brian, thank you for shaving and looking fucking handsome as shit. I just, oh man, this is so good. I went now, from a five to a seven. To take a, le- a, a lesson from what's going on there um, with the with the shave and what he did, Scott is he groomed himself. Is what we call that. So with your hair and what you do, I mean, a man bun would be acceptable. See, Daniel, what I would recommend is that you fuck yourself. <laughs> now, now, Scott, I do appreciate that it looks super soft, and I thank you for that. Did you condition? Do you condition those locks of love? Yeah. Okay, cool. Take right. good care of it. I so want to braid your bangs and, and then have them come back in like a crown. Ooh, yeah, so no. Get all Galadriel up in this bitch. Oh, no, we get Galadriel. <laughs> we might be able to do like the, the Princess Leia bun. <laughs> Not yet. No, not at all. But but we love you, Scott. Thanks thanks for being here. Am I the shortest out of all of us? No, I think I am. I was gonna say I don't know. I feel like I'm t- taller than Cody. We'll all measure our, ourselves. Okay, so Rich is the tallest easily. Um, Brian, you might have went from a five to a seven, but in my pants, you went from a six to a midnight, baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us, everyone. This has been the Nerd Archive episode three. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. I'm Cody. That's Brian and Scott over there in the co- corner. They're, they're 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 now part of the operation. Join us next time when we might actually talk about Incredibles too. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough time. Okay. There's you know there's one word about Incredibles too. Incredible. Yeah, it was incredible, and that's everyone. That's all everyone needs to know. Thank you very much for joining us, and uh, go listen to When Daniel Met Rich, episode eight. Thanks. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, cut.